Okay, let's go answer the bell, huh? If we just know what we're doing, work at it, and concentrate and do it. Let's go, fellas! Okay, we are here to record another episode of the Patriots Podcast. I'm Sean here with JJ and Ryan, as always. Hello. What's up? Uh, I mean, we're kind of riding high after week two, then this week happens. I don't know. We all had some pretty good predictions for this game. Patriots go down big to the Saints. It wasn't nearly as close as the score even made it seem, yeah. only for a little bit in the fourth quarter. Uh, I don't know. JJ, initial reactions. Talk me off the line. Yeah, uh, not great. Um, you know, looking at the score, you would assume that it was a shit show by Mac Jones, which actually, I mean, the stat line doesn't look great, but it really wasn't his fault. I, I wouldn't put this game's loss on him at all. You look at New Orleans, they were very consistent, consistent in scoring seven points for every quarter touchdowns. Um, Jameis Winston was, you know, they held, the, held him on the leash and he stayed on the leash. He really didn't make any massive mistakes. You thought there were going to be a couple in there and he kept his composure and it was really just the Alvin Kamara show. It's not like the Saints did anything amazing. They have a good offensive line, really good defensive line. Uh, and that they were pushing us around on both sides of the ball, clearly. And our tight ends that we paid all this money absolutely fucking blow as of today. Hopefully that changes. And you have a rookie quarterback where you don't want to put everything on him, and you do, and you only run the ball like fucking ten times. Really shit show all around. Bad coaching. Out coached to the max, I'd say, is the main main viewpoint for me. Yeah, for me it came down to coaching um, right from the beginning. It looked like the players didn't show up and the coaches didn't really give a shit. And, I mean, defensively is one thing. I thought we were holding our own for the amount of time they were, they had the ball. In the first half, the Saints had the ball for 20 minutes, yeah. and we ended up allowing 14 points. Um, you know, not the worst, but offensive. That offensive line, for all their big names, they got absolutely shit on. Um, David Andrews probably had one of the worst games of his career. Yeah. Um, Heron, I think, allowed eight hurries. Which I don't I don't know if that's an NFL record. It's got to be up there with like Illuminor numbers. Um, <laughs> it it was all time bad. And then the the adjustments made were like few and far between. It was like Terrible. the best the best adjustment they could come up with was to bench Damian Harris and put in Brandon Bolden yeah. for pass blocking. Of course, that was after James White got hurt. But I mean, there was there were no screens. They gave up on the run early. They tried uh, to run one. Screen. Yeah. The, the amount of quick plays they were running was like it, it just wasn't happening until almost the third quarter, and by then it was too late. Yeah, I don't, I don't really have anything rosy to add to that. Uh, the offensive line is the story of the game for me and story of the season so far. We thought there were going to be an elite top five unit in the NFL. Trent Brown goes down like two series into the season. They haven't looked good since. Haven't not that they it was a long enough period of time to judge them beforehand either. Uh, start the game three straight three and outs. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I was watching the game of the fourth quarter when they finally pulled in uh, to an eight-point eight point deficit, so they were within striking yeah. distance, only one score down, and I was sitting there thinking, like, oh, wow, you know what? This is all in the offense. Defense has been pretty good. They, there was, like, the interception returned for a touchdown to start the second half. There was the uh, the interception that, that went um, almost all the way back for a touchdown at the end of the first half. I was like, oh, wow, the defense hasn't been that bad. Then you forget that 
the Saints missed two field goals, so they were already six points lower yeah. than they should have been anyway. And it's like yep. it's just it was just a beatdown. Totally, I understand the coaching deficit, the the lack. I mean, just the way that they kept trying to get the ball to Jonu Smith. I mean, for fuck's sake, Holy give shit. it a rest. I mean, yeah. it, it got to the point where he had to hand the ball to Malcolm Jenkins for a pick six for them to be like, okay, you know what? Maybe we keep throwing the ball. I mean, what do you have like three drops before that where he was already yeah. stone hands yeah. and he's, he's was, looked terrible the whole season. That was one of the worst. That pick six is one of the worst plays I have ever seen. And I'm not just saying that to dump on him. Like, you know, Holy shit, dude. Like, no, like, do you, I don't know if he knows how to play football and going into the season. I was a, I was huge on board with this signing. I was super excited. I thought he was going to be a really good player. I haven't seen, you know, it's not like I was watching him every week last year, but I, I definitely saw him uh, do some really good things. Couldn't catch the ball, as he said. And then first play or second play, whatever it was, of the third quarter. And it's like he can't, you know, he's so bad at catching that he can't, he popped the ball up to himself twice. It's like, dude, you're in the NFL. You cannot, you can't pop the ball up once. Never mind two or three times trying to reel it in. Just give up on it. It's a four-yard fucking play on first or second down of the third quarter. Don't do something super, really stupid and open yourself up for a touchdown the other way. So you have that in the stat line. The other interception, uh, you know, the, the interceptions weren't terrible because there was that one. There was the one where Mac was getting crushed to the ground and threw it up for a prayer because they needed to get something going, which they shouldn't even put him in that damn position, but whatever. And then the last one was just a garbage time. Hail Mary every play, trying to throw it downfield. John o. Smith has got to figure something out. I mean, he had one for four uh, receptions. He had six targets. Six targets, and he had one catch, and all those balls were catchable. All of them hit him in the hands, I think, if I can remember correctly. Hunter Henry had five receptions for 36 yards. He had a bad false start down the field, which was garbage. Um, he really hasn't done much it's like you pay between these guys we're paying them 28 million dollars 28 fucking million dollars between these two and i get it there's a new system new team it's going to take a couple weeks you know things aren't usually rolling on the patriots till week five or six i understand all that but it's like holy crap did we maybe make a mistake with these two guys i i I don't want to write them off that quickly and i hope they have a bounce back but i mean you think about that money that you allocated these two guys you should have Arguably the best receiver in the league and a, a good tight end for that money. Yeah, and we I have agree with all that. It's, it's hard to yeah, it's hard to uh, dispute all that. I think they both had bad games. I'm not gonna they did them too much. It's week three. Um, Janu probably one of the all time worst games I've seen for a receiver for this team. But I'm a, I'm gonna give them you know not so much a pass, but I'm gonna move on from them because there were other things that was just absolutely mind boggling things. Um, the end of the first half, we're driving our best drive of the day by a long shot. Uh, Bourne, quick slant, Aguilar, quick dig, Myers, quick out. And then we get to third down, and you run Bolden, third yeah. and one. Brandon Bolden, third and one. You run him. I could understand pass blocking. Why are you running him? And then he gets stuffed, fourth and one. Henry, false start. you got to kick a field goal now. Um, and then there was a... I mean, it's just like, as soon as that interception ha- happened in the second half, it's 21-3, to three, we have the best run of the day. It's like a 35-yard run or something like that. And holding, Jonu Smith and David Andrews, both of them. Um, both of them. You know, you can go on and on. The mistakes, the lack of adjustments, um, putting putting Brandon Bolden 
two straight awful plays later in the game in the third quarter on, on our best drive of the day. And he gets stuffed on stretch runs, too, where he's got no speed. And you run him stretch runs to the outside, yeah. and then we have to kick another field goal. Right there, potentially 10, more, 10 14 more points we could have got. Um, I don't understand the play calling. And I, I honestly, I can't even say anything bad about the defense because they played almost the whole game. And the offense did jack shit. <laughs> yep, pretty much pretty much nailed it right there. Uh, Brandon Boldy, yeah, I, I have no idea. I don't even really understand why he's on the team. Ramond- do I. Ramondre Stevenson was a healthy scratch for this game. Still on, on yep. the bench because of his fumble previously. Damian yep, Harris, Damian Harris, six carries on the day. Our leading rusher was Mac Jones. Terrible. He was punished. He was punished for for allowing a sack, and then you and don't. Then see they never him. gave him another shot. Guess what, Bill? You, you know what I mean? Like, put your ego to the side. He's our best chance to win the game. You benching yeah. him hurts the football team. Okay, Absolutely. it does. And I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it with Ramondre Stevenson. He's done this with so many players in the past, and it's just like enough punishing these guys, man. People make mistakes, Ooh. but to put in a shittier player. That constantly fucking sucks. <laughs> that's you know what, that's I mean? what I don't understand. You want to punish everybody. Why is your right tackle not being punished ever? You know, like the Heron not doing good, David Andrews. Those are guys you can't take out of the game. Why is the running back the position where it's like, oh, you fucked up, you're out? It's like, yeah. I don't understand why that's the position. I know there's guys there. But like you said, Bolton had three carries for negative one yards. I That's not a surprise is the sad part. If it was a surprise, sure. But it's you're not expecting Bolden to run the ball. J.J. Taylor had that great run that was came back from holding. They ran him one more time. Once. Damian yep. Harris, like you said, got benched for the that, you know, the the blocking play. I mean, give the guy another chance. Um, you know, I, I just I don't understand why we basically it seemed like in the second quarter, we were down by a touchdown. It might have been fourteen to three or something, fourteen nothing at a certain point. Then we got to 14-3, and it was basically like Josh McDaniels was calling the game like it was a blowout. Like, we yeah. couldn't run the ball anymore. There's a whole half of football left, and they're like, they completely, the stats show it, they completely abandoned the run to the point where the defense on the Saints was leaving the run wide open, which is why Mac Jones gained 28 yards and six carries. Run a draw, for Christ's sake, with J.J. Yeah. Taylor. No one can see the guy. He's 5'6". Damian Harris, as we know, is one of our best, if not our all-around best offensive player. You don't even put him in because you're pissed at him. It's like, I and, and we've seen this with Josh before. It's like they get down and they panic. They turn into one of these teams like the fucking Jaguars or the old Cleveland Browns where they're like, oh, my God, we're down by a touchdown. We're not running the ball anymore. We have to throw 50 times to win. It's like you have fucking 30 minutes of football left at least. Like, go with your game plan. Run the ball. Stay balanced. If you're in the fourth quarter with eight minutes left, I get it. You're going to throw the ball a lot. Or you're down 28-3 to in the fucking Super Bowl. Different story. Not week three versus the goddamn Saints at home game when you have most of the game left. And you're like, no, we're not running the ball anymore. It's cool. No need to run it. Did either of you get the impression that the Saints were a much better No. Like, personnel-wise, a much better team? Because I didn't... One player on offense. It felt like... It felt like... Josh was almost like right after the first quarter, it was like seven nothing or fourteen nothing. I don't even think it was fourteen nothing yet. And it felt like we were down by twenty eight points. The way if you had just not seen the scoreboard and and the plays that were being called, you would yeah. have thought we were down by by 
21 points. Several uh, several scores. That's what pissed me off. That's what pisses like me off. It felt like sabotage. Yeah. That's what, what it felt like to me. And and to lose a rubber game like that, it means almost double because you could have had a winning record and really boost this this kid's com- or this whole team's confidence and now we have a losing record. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those 500 games are big. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Maybe later in the game. One one thing that that we haven't touched on enough is James White goes down with an injury, hip subluxation. Uh, it's a, a big word. Can't really understand what it means, but apparently that's what Ryan Fitzpatrick had earlier this year that landed him on IR. Might be related to what Tua had at Alabama. I'm not sure. I haven't heard clarification yeah. on that. No. But if you add James White to this team, those snaps that went to Brandon Bolden don't go to. They right. stay with James White, which is a, a massive upgrade, and and it should be stated that you know he's a team captain. He's clearly a leader of this team. You lose him, that hurts. That big. hurts big. Time. It's definitely yeah. big. My problem is not so much with Brandon Bolden being in there. It's it's because because they had him in there for pass blocking, but when you run him on third down, that I don't understand. You know, and especially on stretch plays and toss sweeps, that's hard for me. Um, the subluxation of of James White's hip is a big deal. Because I don't, I don't know what if Ramondre Stevenson's skill in the passing game is going to lend itself to fixing a James White problem. I, I really don't think so. Yeah, um, it's a, he's such a, he's such a good run. He's such a good pass blocker, run blocker. I mean, he can basically do it all. Yeah, he's a beast. It's gonna hurt. There's no there's no plug and play replacement. JJ Taylor and yeah. Ramondre Stevenson are gonna have an outfill some of that role. Yeah, well, they better give him the opportunity because it seems like they really haven't. Like I said, they they. Barely gave J.J. Taylor another chance at that. They they kind of gave him a little bit, but nothing was really going. I mean, it's you know, running backs, you kind of got to stick with them and give them chances. You can't give them a carry and expect them to go for 10 yards. Be like, oh, you didn't go for 10 yards? Oh, there's, you're done. So There's other ways to solve this problem, too. You don't necessarily need to bring in another, you know, pass blocking back. You could, you I mean, you, you had a healthy scratch with Aussie Aussie. Why don't you get him in there? Why don't you, you could put Jacob Johnson in there. You could carry more than. What did we carry last game? Six offensive linemen. That's that's not enough, you know. Yeah. That's strange to me that we carry like six, seven offensive linemen. Well, and, and the thing that kills me about the offensive line, it's like, okay, I get it. We lost Trent Brown. I understand that. You have four starters still in there, two of which have been there for several years, and the other, you know, all of them have been there for several years. And Shaq Mason is an All Pro. And Owenu basically played like the rookie of the year last year. Mm-hmm. And we have nothing. I mean, the Saints were missing their starting center. Yeah. And they were fine. Their offensive line looked great. I mean, Kamara, you know, didn't have the best statistical day in terms of yards per aver- um, yards per average. But, I mean, he was all over the field. You look at you go through their stat line, you know, defensively. I know, Ryan, you said we had a lot more to deal with. Basically, the defense gave up 21 points, possibly 27 if they make those field goals. But, um, you know, their stat line is not like no receivers did well. They only had 129 yards passing. And to, for them to score 27 points potentially on 128 yards passing is horrendous. And our field position wasn't that terrible. It wasn't like it was terrible all game. We weren't coming out of our end zone. Um, it was, you know, really just play calling, defensive rotation. Some of that made no sense. Uh, Kicking you know, game. The, the punting game, the kickoff out of bounds, second straight week. Second um, straight week. What the hell is that about? I don't have, I have no idea. Another block or a block punt. I mean, it was not a lot of good things happening in this game. The hidden yardage yep. on the stat sheet, the Saints had 100 yards in interception. 100 oh, there yards. you go. 
That's the hidden there's, stat there's... that doesn't show up in the total yardage box score. Yeah, that's a good one. Patriots were 0 for 1 in the red zone this game. Those struggles continue on those high leverage situations. 7 of 19 on third down, 2 of 3 on fourth down. The Saints were 3 of 4 in the red zone. Boom, right there. Four red zone trips to one. Cash in 75% of them yeah. on the other side. That's that's going to be, that's I mean, that's a show of domination right there for position and for cashing it in when it really counts. The thing on the defense, if we could shift gears, uh, we said a, we said a fair amount of decent things about them. I mentioned the the field goals that were missed opportunities for the Saints, and, and ultimately the Saints wind up with a score in the 20s, uh, most of which came against the defense. But the thing that just drove a stake through my heart was, once again, clutch situation, fourth quarter. The other Can't team needs to run the ball to salt away the game, and they, they gave it up again. They gave it up to the Dolphins yeah. in the four-minute drill. This one was an eight-minute drill, and they gave it up, and they cashed it all Real the way bad. in for a touchdown. Yeah. Um, them doing that, I mean, I think, you know, we started out pretty good, got them into a third and seven deep in their territory, and it's like, okay, this is good. This is really good. We can get the ball back. Mac Jones was starting to move. You know, one thing I will say about Mac Jones, just a little uh, to move, you know, go off topic for a sec here, is, you know, Mac Jones is some fighting, which I really like to see. You don't see that from a rookie quarterback too often. He's thrown two picks. Um, you're down. You're not completely out. But most rookies and younger guys completely fold. Mac Mac led them down the field, scored a touchdown. He's ripping off that brace. He's going for runs. And you're like, okay, you can feel the momentum shift. You can feel him swinging the momentum personally, which is really cool and great to see for his development. But then, like you said, defense, we get him in third and seven. They complete it. They not Then they just start running the ball. They run the ball for like eight to ten yards of fucking pop all the way down the field in the goddamn wildcat, for Christ's sake, with Taysom Hill who hasn't done shit all game, and we couldn't stop it. And I don't know why we stayed in the defense we were in, like more of a passing defense. I don't know why we didn't just load up the fucking box because Jameis Winston sucks. He is not good. And, like, I know they, you know, Sean Payton's a really good coach. You can see that with Jameis Winston. He's kind of keeping the reins on him and very particular about what he lets him throw. Why didn't we load the box? fucking nine or ten guys and just be like yeah try and fucking run it we dare you to throw the ball anything i would have because even if they they scored a touchdown at least you wouldn't take it off like you said eight minutes off the damn clock it's like holy crap if you if they scored if you let up a big play and they scored well at least you get the ball back and you can make something happen there's six minutes left whatever the game's not completely over Having them drive down and get you get the ball back with two minutes left and you're down by two scores, it's over. It's over. So I don't know why they did that. Didn't load the box. Fucking put Henry Anderson and your other biggest ass guys up on the field with the big ass linebackers you have and say run the ball. We don't do that. We haven't done that. And I don't know why we haven't done that because we literally sent our whole goddamn defensive free agency on getting huge guys to be able to put in and we won't we just won't do it. We will not do it. <laughs> yeah, they really uh, they used Kamara a lot. Even when we got a we got a couple good uh, stops to start the game, and then Armstead got hurt. Their best left tackle, um, one of the best left tackles in the league. Uh, they were down their starting center McCoy, um, and still Winston was getting time. Uh, Uche was a scratch for this game. Um, I believe he, was, he got he was hurt. Yeah, he got dinged up. They used Kamara so much. Uh, 
felt like we were doing a pretty decent job on Kamara until they got into the red area and uh, Van Noy, just nowhere to be found on him, uh, got lost in no man's land. There was a couple good coverage sacks. They missed some field goals. But overall, I mean, oh, oh the also the uh, the Winston just throwing the ball up randomly in the air. And, and getting a touchdown. Yeah, oh and your God. guy Callaway and catches it, of course. Yeah, yeah. he saw up. Winston said that was touched by God. Yeah. That's your classic Jameis Winston, throw it up and get picked. Yeah, and I was like, Hugger oh, had a pick. sack there, too. I was like, it's got to be or something. He's just chucking it up in the air. But, of course, the guy fucking catches it. It was just – it was one of these days where I don't think defense necessarily played poorly, but it's just nothing was going right for us. I, I, I'm trying to take something positive away on this day, and the only thing I can really come up with is Jacoby Myers. Um, that and – inborn. Matt- Born, born, born. Had his best day as a Patriot, and Matthew Judon continues to be a standout. Two point five sacks in this game, but he had wow. some coverage issues too. He's not a coverage he, player. Stop putting him in coverage. I, I don't know why yeah. they're doing these things. You I'm, know what's I'm crazy? Getting, yeah, what was um, that? On Wenu had like a a ninety or eighty five with PFF again. I don't know what it is with him and PFF. They love this guy. <laughs> I, you know. Granted, I don't watch individual linemen. I just see the pressure, and I yeah. look at the general area it's coming from, and it looked like it was coming up the middle. So, I mean, David Andrews got a terrible grade. Isaiah Wynn, another stinker. But that right side, man, we cannot get Trent Brown back fast enough. I know, right? He continues you know, well, to be I'm, out with the calf. I'm a little worried that it's not, you know, it'll make a difference, but is that all of a sudden going to solve all the other issues with all these other guys? It, it's almost like it's a communication on the line. Like, I mean, you know those, we've run into that in the past where it's a communication issue and it's like guys aren't blocking the right guys. I don't now, know why we can't give Dante Skarnacki a, a lifetime contract. Just whatever you fucking want, dude. Like, just you. <laughs> I know, right? He would come check. in and fix it. He always fixes it. He always fixes it. Here's a blank check. Whatever you want, write it down and you're hired. You know, you know what you're going to see on that piece yeah. of paper? Well, I don't want to come in here every day. I don't want to yeah. come in here ever. Yeah. Hey, come in once a week. Fine. I don't give a shit, you know? Put him on the co- for for to, if he can do anything with this offensive line, that'd be great. Yeah. And back to your point, Sean, about, you know, um, Judon not being a coverage player. I am getting more and more frustrated with Bill's son dealing, taking over the defense in his rotations on the defense because I don't get any of it. I mean, I'm sure Bill has a big hand in that, but he's the one. His son's calling the plays now. He's the one in charge of the rotations to some extent with Gerard Mayo. I don't know which one of them is screwing up, but it's like we have huge personnel, and they never want to go big. It's very unusual to me. We have these massive guys on the defensive line and linebacker, and I know you don't want to be be beat with speed, and that's one. You know, that's a big thing. But we've also seen these defenses that just have mammoths up front and just to sh- obliterate the other offensive line. And then it doesn't matter how fucking fast you are because you have no one blocking for you at a certain point, and you're eventually going to get swallowed up. Uh, speaking of which, Jamie Collins got released today. So hmm. yeah. he comes back for a third stint. I, I be... hope so. I mean, <laughs> that'd be great. They look like Hightower got benched late in the game. Uh, we have a lot of, like, the same mold of guy. Big, slow fucking guys. Uh, Hightower guy. Um, ben Noy's not the quickest. Um we, we were playing Jelani Tavai late in the game. Yeah, what was that, dude? Uh, supposedly he could play a little bit, but, I mean, that is weird. Um, 
You I clearly he can't because we got run on. He, if he's the goddamn linebacker and we were getting run on like that, it's like, what is he doing in the game? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, we're benching guys that I'd like to see. Um, I'd like to see. Is Perkins a healthy scratch again? Yeah, uh, yeah. continual healthy scratch. Uh, Sean Wade, another healthy scratch. Um, all I can see is Jalen Mills and, and Jonathan Jones is not. I don't know what's going on. Well, they didn't play. He's, they played three safeties instead of three. Yeah, I mean. Even when he was in there, though, he looked... Not looking great. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with him. not look good. Um, Godshaw, I thought, looked good. Uh, Godshaw had finally looked pretty good. Barrymore looks good. It's Barmore. Barmore. Duggar, I thought, did some good things. I mean, but it's really, for me, it's like just the offense. Jesus Christ. I mean, give us a chance, you know? Okay. Okay. Can we bury the ball? Let's bury the ball. (laughs) Bury it. Let's move on. Let's move on. It's a shitty game. It's September. It's fine. Uh, let's talk about some other games this weekend, and then we could look ahead to the the biggest matchup in years. Regular season matchup is coming up next yeah. weekend as Tuami comes back into town. But uh, other things that happened this weekend, there's a couple of really good games that were interesting. I want to rub my uh, rub the Vikings victory in your guys' face a little bit. They they kind of handed the Seahawks, and everybody thought I was stupid. But yeah, sure thing. Oh, you're a homer. How how could I be a homer for a team I don't work? But uh, that was nice. Kirk Cousins played great, and the guys were just. I don't know who was doing that game. Were you? Did you guys see any of it on Red Zone? I, I didn't watch a lot of that game though. It Very up briefly on, on Red, Red Zone. Zone. It popped up a bunch, and the whoever the announcer was, I gotta look it up because the number of times that he said textbook quarterbacking for Kirk Cousins, it was nauseating. It was too much. As I dropped. It was good. They kind of got their ass. You can refer to Kirk Cousins as textbook quarterback. Yeah, they didn't really do shit. Who didn't? Seattle. Oh yeah, yeah. They didn't look good. DK Metcalf is a fucking case. He looks like he's just I don't I don't know like up and down, up and down, up and down. Uh, and Tyler Lockett really didn't have a good game, which is surprising. But he also got knocked out of the game in week two, and so you never know how those things linger. Okay. Also, this weekend, Justin Tucker sets the record: sixty-six wow. yard field goal, and it's a walk off. Yeah, that's so the NFL record, 66-yard field goal, and incredible. for the win, incredible. Um, uh, he prayed little for side it. note on that, though. Fucking, actually, two side notes. First off, Lamar Jackson definitely had a delay game play before, 100%, and they just didn't call it. The fucking play clock was past zero. They still hadn't snapped, and I was like, did something just happen there? And then they snapped it, and he just threw it out of bounds, and then they kicked it. So it really should have been a 71-yard field goal which it didn't look like he would have made. So, and I've heard that verified several times because people who are slight Detroit fans are like, well, clearly no one gives a shit about Detroit. Also, fun fact, last play of the game, on the, or not last play, score, last scoring play that put the you know nail in the coffin for the Patriots when the Saints, uh, Taysom Hill, was rushing the ball into the end zone. We only had 10 defenders on the field, which also speaks to coaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, uh, other games... Colts go down 0-3 on the season. 0-3. Love it. Carson Wentz has zero functioning ankles. Terrible. Zero functioning arm either. Yeah, Uh, and arguably a brain. Steelers go down by two scores to the Bengals. 24-10. Steelers, terrible. They get the biggest win of week one, and uh, they are who we thought they were. They go down to the Bengals. Called it. They are banged up, and I, I'm telling you, Burroughs likes these guys, man, around him. He can throw it. 14 for 18, man. That's pretty efficient. Um, Mixon, good day, 18 for 90. Dude, 
the Steelers better get healthy quick because they are in trouble. Yeah, they have that terrible combination of a quarterback that can't move and an offensive line that can't block. Yeah, and a banged up number one wide receiver. Rock right there. Yeah. Jamar oh, Chase. Oh, by the way, did you see uh, uh, Najee Harris had like 21 targets? Yeah, Just he like kind of went off. The second most targets for a running back ever. I think I, I think I saw that. That's crazy. Yeah, he really All turned right. into a good receiver at Alabama. Yeah, he could play. I wish he had a line. He's pretty good. Yeah, not the most fleet, if you will. Uh, elsewhere, the, the Chargers taking, taking down City. Kansas yeah. City. Kansas City, one and two on the season. In last place. Their yeah. division is awesome. Yeah, it seems to be a lot of, uh, hey, we're the Chiefs. We're just going to show up and win. But, I mean, uh, the defense for uh, for the Chargers showed up, man. What do they yeah. have? How many picks did they have in this game? Felt like every time that that, that game like, came on, they were three. Maybe the was it three? Maybe it was less. But yeah, it took yeah, it a good. long time for the Chiefs to get going. I mean, that's becoming their trademark. Is you know they're a second half team. They don't get going, and the less, the more and more talent that walks out the door over there, the harder and harder that is yeah. to keep up and win. Two interceptions by Mahomes. I'm liking the Chargers too. Um, new coach in there. Finally, um, that guy that guy sucked. The last guy, <laughs> Anthony Lynn. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my now, God, was he fucking clueless? He had so yeah. many mistakes where he just blew the game for him last year. It's I mean, they upstairs. barely lost to the Cowboys. They they beat football team. This could be a pretty good team. I like them going forward. Yeah, they're pretty decent. They got studs all over the field at mm-hmm. at all three levels defensively. Joey Bosa, Kenneth Murray, Derwin James. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they got, and, and then Mike Williams is criminally underrated across yeah, the Yeah, they, they're targeting him finally this year. It was like yeah, the last couple, of years, well. last couple of years, they weren't using him as much. Went off. Yeah. And then in the, the late games, the Raiders, they continue to be the most fun team in the NFL. Every game they play is a, like an instant classic. They they beat the yeah. Dolphins overtime in a game that should have been, they should have handled much better. Uh, Jacoby Brissett was leading the Dolphins, but Derek Carr looks unbelievable. Whatever they're figuring out with Henry Ruggs is so much fun. All they they run him on these these like deep crossers, and then they throw the ball up to him. And for whatever reason, I'm probably because he's one of the fastest guys in the league. Derek Carr can't get it out far enough in front of him, so he ends up having to jump up. And coincidentally, he's got like a 44 inch vertical leap, and he jumps <laughs> over everybody. But it makes for these spectacular plays. Brian Edwards is playing great. Obviously, Darren Waller there. They're doing all this without Josh Jacobs. I don't know. Did John Gruden turn a corner? Maybe. Yeah, they're, they're what, 3-0 right now? Uh, looking pretty good. We'll see how long that lasts. But, yeah, they're they're looking pretty sharp. Yeah, it's good to see. I, I mean, I've never had anything against Derek Carr, but when you see, like, Peyton Barber, 111 yards rushing. Uh, how the hell did he do that? He's not very good. I don't know. What happened to... Uh... What happened to the kid from Alabama there? Jacobs. Jacobs is hurt. Yeah. So they got Peyton Barber, the kid from Auburn. Just saying. Oh, just saying. He's... Little uh, War Eagle. Took him yeah. years. Exactly. He's been good. <laughs> he's been good his whole career. He's just. Oh, he has not. He's fine. He's fine. Fine is not good. He was an undrafted running back. All right. He's fine. Uh, but whatever John Gruden's doing, I mean, he's always been a decent manufacturer of offense, but Derek Carr does so much of the line of scrimmage that you got to attribute some of that running game success to the audibles that are happening. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. the the Sunday night game, it was one of those classic, I don't know, there's there's just some matchups that make you think about the 1990s, and Packers 49ers is one of those. It's like 49ers-Cowboys the same yeah. way. Uh, yeah. 
And yeah. I, I feel like the Niners uniform had a little, they had the, the arm stripes as a little throwback to late 80s, early 90s. Niners yeah, they uniforms. had the black trim on the numbers, too. It looked like uh, it looked like the 90s uniforms, the, the old Merton Hanks, Deion Sanders uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Always love a Merton Hanks reference. Dana yeah, Stubblefield. Uh, what a great team they had, man. Yeah, right. That was, that, it was a lot of fun to watch. That was a pretty good game, though. Tight. Almost all the way through. Um, the first half started off a little, little heavy with the Packers, but they left, uh, in the end, they left Rodgers too much time, man. What? Yeah, <laughs> literally. They, you thought they had the game, but it was, what, 50 seconds left? And you're like, oh, God. 37. 37. And the best part about it is what, what did San Francisco do? They went into prevent with their safeties like 50 yards fucking deep and just Devontae, uh, Devontae Adams just running free. It's like, are you guys literally kidding me? This uh, shit yeah. like that drives me insane. People I don't ref- understand it. refuse to cover Devontae Adams. And I know he's an unbelievable route runner, but did, I mean, if you guys were watching the game, he got knocked out at one point going down yeah. the middle of the field. Yeah, how is he still play. playing? He sat out for one play. Yeah, I don't know they, I don't know what, the smelling salts. He was out gave cold. Him. There's no he way that wasn't a concussion. fucked up. He looked really fucked If you get knocked out, aren't you supposed to be out of the field, uh, off the field for like four weeks? Game. More, yeah. more, <laughs> than, more than one play. So he was out for one play. He comes back in. He thinks he's a decoy on the right side of the screen. He's he's um on the right side of the formation. He's in the slot. He runs this like really weak uh fade route. No one covers him. They just... It's like, oh, it's Devontae Adams. He's been tearing up the league for years. Let's just leave him fine fine and dandy on like third they and 11. They do that with Green Bay receivers all the time. I don't know. They did it with Jordy Nelson for years, too. They're like, just don't cover him. Well, the difference is Jordy Nelson played on a team with other receivers. Devontae True. Adams is, he's the guy. He's, yeah. and they, they just, it. they let him go by himself, third and 11. And Devontae was, he was jogging. And that's why Aaron Rodgers overthrew him. On that play is because he was like, I'm a decoy. There's no way. But he was wide open. And then on the last drive of the game, he's wide open the whole time. I get you want to play prevent. I get you want to play zone, keep everything in front of you. But put one guy on Devontae Adams. I, I don't think at this point I've ever seen. I don't think I've ever seen prevent work. It works Honestly. all the time. Yeah. It works all the time. No, it doesn't. It works all the time. Maybe on Hail Marys. <laughs> Dude, like, with, with 37 seconds to go, it, it should work. It looks it should work. It looks you just so got to cover bad their best player. Yeah. Okay. Then that's not a true brief. Terrible. I don't, I don't know. You would think, all right, so Aaron Jones, Tanyan, and Devontae Adams. You might want to just watch those guys because, I mean, actually, Valdez Scantling had a touchdown this game too. I don't know. I mean, Devontae Adams, I would pr- try to prioritize. At least put one guy on him, and uh, you'll have a lot better chance. And 132 fucking receiving yards. Are you guys kidding me? He does that every week, too. Every week. But somebody oh. figured that out. Uh, okay. And then the last game is probably the most hyped game going into this weekend. The Rams hosting the Buccaneers in Los, Los Angeles in the new castle that SoFi built. Brady goes, if you read that stat line, Brady goes for over 400 yards. Do they win that game? Do you think so? Just, mm. just with that one tidbit. No. Brady, no. Yeah. Brady usually okay. doesn't do great when he throws for that much, winning-wise. Yeah. No. Conversely, the Buccaneers rushed for a t- of 35 yards in total. Yeah. You have to figure that one out. Yeah, right? Uh, the Rams couldn't run it. Um, not that they really tried that hard. They didn't I mean, really try, yeah. They didn't try that hard. 
Buccaneers have those those massive defensive tackles and the, the linebackers that can fill up holes all across the line of scrimmage. So no nobody really runs it against the Buccaneers, and the Rams were fine to go with that because they were just chucking it downtown. We talked about it last week. The weakness of the Buccaneers team on as a whole, the entire weakness of that team is the cornerback position. Deshaun Jackson, yeah. Cooper Cup, everybody else tore them a new one. Tore them up. Yeah, yeah. And they, yeah, Sony. Sony did okay. Uh, nothing great, but they, yeah, those receivers uh, just torched them. And um, you know, the Bucks, the Bucks defense looked very suspect, which is just surprising. It just seemed like Arizona after the first quarter, they're just just we're going to score on every play, or I'm sorry, every series. You mean Los Angeles it, is going to score? Who would I say? Arizona. I don't know why I'm talking about Arizona, but Rams, yes, the, the Rams, Rams, the Rams, the Rams. The Rams seemed like they were going to score literally on every drive. They just they got the ball. Stafford looks like he's on fire, and he they would just drive down the field. And it wasn't even hard. It didn't take a lot of time. It wasn't like they were trying to kill. A, they like they had a game plan where oh we have to keep the ball out of Brady's hands. It was like no, we're just going to fucking score. We're going to score some more, and we're going to go after those terrible, terrible cornerbacks. Which is the only thing that gives me the slightest bit of faith for the Patriots game this week is that their secondary is atrocious. Yeah, the Rams are legit. Um, decent offensive line. Um, a lot of good. They're a good team. Very good Cooper team. Cu- Cooper Cup and Robert Woods are basically unguardable. And then you have you add someone like Deshaun Jackson going over the top, and it's really a nightmare. Um, and Stafford has a really good rapport with all these guys already. So, I mean, it, I, I definitely agree that Tampa Bay's corners, their secondary is is their weakness. If they can get a good pass rush. I mean, they have to get a good pass rush to beat a team like that because Matt Stafford will pick them apart. Um, You're exactly yeah. right. Yeah, the Tampa's their defensive scheme is based upon we're going to get pressure with our guys up front. Jason Pierre-Paul didn't play in this game. That was sorely missed. Uh, Shaq Barrett is a great player, but it helps to have those other guys around him as well. And then we'll, we'll see how Joe Tryon, the uh, their rookie first rounder, how he can progress throughout the year. But they they really rely on that that pass rush up front and as james said that that might be the light at the end of the tunnel for the patriots to to try to beat the buccaneers where they're hosting them next week as i mentioned before the bucks stopped the run as well as anybody in the nfl wouldn't expect the patriots to be able to run the ball much Mm -hmm. are we going to be able to get into a one-dimensional game pass protect enough and push the ball down the field with mediocre receivers and a rookie quarterback yeah i don't know that was a little suspect yeah and godwin I mean, I know J.C. Jackson's a good player, but Godwin's kind of on a different level right now. Um, I don't. I would love to have Stephon Gilmore back for this game. That's for sure. Um, it's going to be a tough one. We uh, this team is kind of built uh, upon our weaknesses. You know, we can't really if we can't run the ball, or if we're going to give up running the ball this season, then we could have a long day ahead of us. Yeah, and especially from the offensive line, like you said, Sean, if they get a good pass rush, then it it takes takes the heat off those corners gives them breathing room and uh right now that is our worst group is the offensive line i can see them i mean hopefully trent brown comes back this week which i think he's scheduled to uh and makes a big difference but but holy crap if matt jones gets hit hit like he has the last so many games this one could take a toll on him because those are some big boys over there well they all are but you know you know what i'm talking about they have some fast fucking big men out there but Hey, maybe maybe this kicking the balls is what they needed from New Orleans. Uh, and even if they don't win, something gets kickstarted within the Patriots uh, that allows them to look decent, you know, <laughs> and makes it a game. 
and you know shows Mac Jones, you know has Mac Jones able to take advantage of these cornerbacks and quick throws and different things like that. We saw Kendrick Bourne and Myers get going, like we said. Uh, and for the earlier part of the podcast, Nelson Aguilar, they were trying to get it to him. This may be the game where they make that connection uh, deep downfield. So we could use a win. We could certainly <laughs> yeah, use a win. We uh, could use a win, and never mind against Tom Brady. I mean, everyone and their mother is going to be picking Tom Brady and the Bucks to beat the Patriots. So it's always nice to be an underdog, and this would be a great game. I mean, the, if, if you win this game, everything we said and are worried about is completely turned around, right? Yeah, but think about how much pressure this is. This is the most pressure I can ever remember a rookie quarterback being, and that includes playoff games. This yeah. is Mac Jones on Sunday Night Football in the most highly anticipated regular season game in year. They've been running commercials for this for months. Mm-hmm. This game, yeah. this these are the highest ticket prices. Uh, these are Ever. like Super Bowl ticket prices. Yeah, more. They're, they're like yeah. more. They're too much. They're like five grand, four grand. In, for shitty seats, they're for, like four grand. Yeah, and it's it's Tom Brady, the greatest player of all time, coming back to where. He did all his great things, almost, almost all of his great things, mm-hmm. against the yeah. same coach and the same ownership, and, and a rookie, rookie oh, quarterback. Yeah, and there's a rookie quarterback who effectively Belichick. I mean, believe who you want to believe, but Belichick pretty much wanted something more stable longer term than yeah. A yeah. Guy I mean, going you don't have to tiptoe around it. It's pretty obvious why what why Bill did what he did. He was super afraid of Brady turning into Peyton Manning exactly. under contract. That's exactly. exactly what he is, what he's afraid of. Everyone's saying that Bill's a jackass and an idiot for doing what he did. He's done it with everybody, literally everybody, except for, it seems like, Devin McCourty, who hasn't lost a step and is 12 years younger than Tom Brady. Also so, in the last year of his contract. Also in the last year of his contract. I mean, I... It's not that I, I would have loved Brady back, especially the way he's playing. And at the time, I was pissed he left. But Bill, you knew Bill was going to do something like that. He wasn't going to give a long term or a lot of money to a guy in his mid-40s when nobody's ever done this before. He did not want to get stuck holding the bill when Tom Brady turned into Peyton Manning and could no longer throw a football. He, he clearly just wanted nothing to do with that situation, and I think that's why you get where you're at now. Yeah, so, yeah. so Mac Jones is the guy that's sitting in that place. Yeah, he there's took gonna that be, position. There's going to be 70,000 screaming fans, a full Patriots nation watching on TV, uh, all singing the praises of Tom Brady. And yeah. Mac Jones is the one that's the starting quarterback for the Patriots right now. It's fucking weird. It's weird. It's a tough, tough game for us, too. Uh, coming off that loss, my only real hope is that we got our asses kicked so bad this, this past week that it motivates our guys to come yeah. out and show that they're not, you know, some fucking, Schlubs. you know, fourth-place team. Um, the the Brady thing's well-documented. Uh, really hoping for a respectable performance against him, but he's going to break a record here, too, for the most passing yards of all time. That's yeah. uh, basically a lock. Probably pretty quickly, too, right? Yeah. Um, so I don't know if they stop the game or do something for him for that. I would love to see him be well-received, though. He's He better be. You know, I think he, he will. There's a lot of idiots out there that think... I'd be stunned if anyone did anything less. That Pats fans can't stand him because he, he left. But I don't hold any grudge. I was sad. I was very sad when he left. And, and, I, and I when you sick the Super Bowls. Yeah, I'm still yeah. sad that he left. 
but I'm, I'm sure he'll get a warm reception. Freaking hope so. And I also hope that he this doesn't... This isn't Philly. Hang on. I also hope that he doesn't get that uh, Drew Brees, Emmett Smith thing where they stop the game and they go shake hands with whole state because they broke some record. Do you remember? Th- they did that with Drew Brees like two years ago. I was like... Yeah, that pissed me off. And then, like, he broke his own record every week. Brady was right there. They don't do it with the touchdown passes thing that they went back and... I don't know. I just... I hope he doesn't do that. I hope he gets a, a tribute video. We do it for everyone else in this town. We did it for Tony... The Celtics did it for freaking Tony Allen, of all people. Yeah. Uh, you know? He should. He should get a tribute video before the game. Maybe even something at halftime. A standing ovation would be nice, too. You know? Yeah, I think he would. That's I, I just would. worry... I just worry, you know, these tickets are, are going for like four grand. Are we going to get our real fans in there? You know no. what I mean? That's a good Absolutely question. not. This uh, this game's going to be such a production. It's going to be so emotional. I, I hope the Pats can at least hang in there. Vegas thinks that they're going to hang in there. I think the line set at like three or three and a half in the Buccaneers. Which favor, is crazy. Which seems, yeah, absurd given what so far to these. The only tidbit I think might work in the Patriots' favor, and this I don't fully believe, but I think it's fun to think about, is that Belichick has been in the most intimate football conversations with yeah. Tom Brady for decades. He knows exactly what Brady hates the most, what gives him the most trouble, what makes him the most uncomfortable. Yeah. And like maybe he's been brewing one of his classic defensive game plans two decades span, and he can unleash all of that in one game. That's yeah, the only I mean, thing. And I don't believe it. I don't really believe it, but yeah. it's fine. I believe it to an extent. It's like Belichick knows how to get Brady off his spot with rushing up the middle, probably taking away the middle of the field, which doesn't always work. But, I mean, I would hope that Bill would will play that out because there's a lot of coaches that you would be like, don't you guys know this? And they just don't, don't do it. They don't do it against Tom. They don't send pressure up the middle. They send pressure around the edge, let him step up in the pocket, which is where he's most dangerous. And people just don't do that sometimes so i'm hoping bill does that send pressure up the middle a gap blitz is where you get tom off his spot you want to get him to roll out to the you know to the either you know the left or right of the pocket which he doesn't like and he can still be fine there but at least he's not you know comfortable so we'll see i agree with jj the the a gap blitz is a proven thing the exotic schemes will not work against Tom. And no. other teams have tried it so many times. Let's try some exotic schemes, some stunts, um, a lot of zone blitzes, and he reads the shit out of them and torches people. Picks them apart. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing I, I would say to that and the A-gap blitz is Jawan Bentley has looked very good on the A-gap blitz this year. Yeah. Um, he's been getting through, getting pressure. I'd like to see Barmore get through a little, a little more. He's still a baby, but... Um, you know, it's it's just I don't know. Tom Brady makes me so nervous. You know, I, playing against him, I can't imagine. Yeah, right. Now oh. you're like, oh, this is what Colts fans felt like for so long. Yeah. Okay. Brutal. Uh, I think. Well, this I, I don't know. This doesn't happen often that I choose against the Patriots, but I have to have to. I'm gonna take Buccaneers twenty four. Yeah, I know. I mean, this is once in a lifetime Brady being here. I never like. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever picked against the Patriots on this show. Maybe once. Maybe once. And, yeah, maybe once. So I'm gonna have to go. I'll go. I'm hoping it's a close game, so I'm gonna pick a close game. 27-24. I really hope we can score some damn points and keep it close and keep it down to the. You know, 27-24. Who? Who? 
Who's going to win? Go, Bucks, Bucks. <laughs> you are picking against them. Okay. I'm well, doing it. Here, um, I mean, my, my heart wants me to pick the Pats, but I can't do it. I, I'm going to be rooting for the Pats. I just want to make sure everybody knows. Oh, I'm going to be rooting for the Patriots the you whole know, time. I'm not one of those guys. I and mean, That's bullshit. You know, if you're rooting for the Bucks, then, then you you can move there, too. Um, I'm going to go 31-21 Bucks. Yeah. yeah. Other thing we didn't even mention, this is Rob Gronkowski's return to Fox. Yeah. As yeah. well. Gronk. Yeah, Gronk's got... I'm surprised he's still playing after the couple hits he took last game. He took a bunch last game. He's looked really good this season. Really good. He's starting to get really beat up. I'm surprised he lasted so long. But, yeah, he... I mean, Brady's... It's really... Brady's feeding him the ball sometimes. Brady loves him. Especially... I mean, I was watching a goal-to-go situation. I think he threw him the ball two out of three plays. How many touchdowns does he have? Five? Uh, I don't know. Four or five touchdowns already? Something like that. Three, I would say multi- three or four. Yeah, he's got like multiple touchdown games in like the first two games of the season. Yeah. I don't know if he scored the other day. He's a beast. But um, also... He got four. He's got four this season. The highlight of the um, the Pats game was um, Edelman getting getting his uh, jersey raised. Oh, yeah, there yeah. There you go. <laughs> we, needed yeah. A, we needed a highlight. Okay. I, I I'm stoked for this game. This weekend, I am extremely nervous in terms of the Patriots getting embarrassed. Uh, I think we're, we're all on the same page that we just want them to keep it reasonable, close. Yeah. It's yeah. on national TV. We can't have Tom Brady come in and just stomp our teeth. And if they somehow win, it turns around your whole damn season. It turns around yeah. your season. Yeah. Uh, this has been circled on the calendar since Brady signed in Tampa. We knew that this season it was going to be Tampa coming to New England. So, Literally. Yeah, we've been thinking yeah. about this for over a year. I'm nervous just thinking about this game. Right? I saw you know that. Crazy. I saw the ad for it last week with uh, the the singing the Adele song <laughs> when it's like the breakup yeah. between Brady oh and Belichick is hilarious. Hello. So, I had the chills. I had the chills, yeah. man. I'm like, <laughs> he's coming back. Can you hear me? Okay. This it's it's the most exciting game and the, and the most uh, the greatest narrative of any game this weekend. But there's some really good games this weekend. I mean, just right off the bat. Arizona going to Los Angeles to play the Rams. That is a super exciting game. The Cardinals do not play boring games, straight up. The no. Rams have been the best yeah. team in the NFL so far this year. That is going to be fantastic. Yeah. And yeah, that, it's a high-scoring game, probably. Got to be, uh, right? Over under yeah, 65. Yeah. Those guys just, especially uh, Kyler, he loves to gun it down the field, man. Gets out of the pocket and just rips them. He just whips uh, it, dude. Yeah. That'll be a fun game. Yeah. His arm strength is out of this world along with that football. Uh the the late the late afternoon games are just like straight up stacked. Seattle, San Francisco, that would be must see TV five years. Uh, it's still yeah. a pretty good game. Seattle is desperate. They're in last place, one and two right now. They really need a win. San Francisco's coming off that gutting loss. On that's going to be a great matchup. Pittsburgh going into Green Bay. Uh, never mind. I take that back. A name thing where the Steelers just haven't looked that good. Baltimore going Green. into Denver. Those have been that. That's a pretty even game where Denver's coming in. Mm-hmm. Good football. Cleveland at Minnesota. That's a decent game. Right? That's a, basically a pick em game right there. Minnesota's had a lot of home games so far this season. I think this is already their third home game. Uh, another interesting one, Carolina. 3-0 and Carolina Panthers going into Dallas. Dallas looked pretty damn good on Monday night. Not, not, yeah, not in love looked, with the coaching staff, but that offense. Yeah, and Dak looks worth the money, surprisingly. And uh, Carolina lost McCaffrey uh, for who knows how long. It looked like an Achilles that shocker. So Chuba Chuba Hubbard will come in for him. Oklahoma um, State. Yep. Oh, so Oklahoma State or Oregon State? 
Oklahoma State. Ooh, now you got me thinking. Oh, it was Oregon. Um, so yeah, uh, who's who's Las Vegas playing? Vegas is the playing Raiders. Monday night. This is that that oh, might be the Chargers. best game of the season. Huge game. Raiders Chargers. Oh, I'm watching that. Divisional. Divisional matchup. Like we said, the Raiders are playing unbelievably entertaining football, and the Chargers are stacked. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the, it's gonna be the uh, the last one to mention here. This is just for me, but the Jets are hosting the te- the Titans. The Titans have a, a, no defense, like a negative defense, like one of yeah, the worst sure. defenses in the NFL. Uh, and has been for two years now. The Jets are hosting them. Is this the week that Zach Wilson can get something going? I mean, is this might be the, so. the ultimate matchup for you to do something as a quarterback. He needs to. If this isn't the week, I don't know when it's going to happen because they've looked abysmal. Did they just get shut two, out? Another two picks last week. They they got shut out by Denver. Denver. Denver is 3-0. and So it's another one of these teams that really hasn't played anyone. Um, but they look good because they, they haven't played anyone. Um and then, oh my! He had another two picks, and it was They've like only scored match. six points or something to this point. Yeah, they're gonna ruin that kid. That's <laughs> the process. I think he's there. already ruined. <laughs> he might already be ruined. I think he is um, on that team. Arnold, that's, that's what I'm saying. Love it. This is the opportunity against this Titan de- defense. This is your opportunity to figure out if you could do anything. Did you see um, Cleveland's defense against Chicago last week? Miles, Miles Garrett's Garrett. unblo- he's unblockable. Four Dominating. Four and a half sacks you have here. Justin Fields had like Fucking, six completions his... on the day. Like six. He was Negative. trying to run out of the pocket. Miles Garrett was fast as him. Just chasing him down. <laughs> he, had, he had negative one yards passing. Did you see that? Wow. Because negative of all the sack yardage. Sack. Yeah, he had negative oh. one net yard passing. Isn't that incredible? That's a tough debut. Yeah, that's that's not great. <laughs> Miles Garrett making his case for Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, he's, he's in the lead, I would say, after that game. Chase Young, zero sacks on the year. TJ oh, you know Watt, what? hurt. Taylor Jones oh. is probably having a pretty good year, too. He started off strong. TJ Watt's out. Yeah. 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 There's uh, a lot of good football to look forward to this weekend. Unfortunately, none of it's happening on Thursday night. Jaguars, Bengals. Although, I'll still watch. I actually like those games. I always like those uh, Titans-Jaguars games they used to have on Could Thursday night. Could we get night. worse? Yeah. Just like- Thursday night games to start the season. Has there been a good one yet? They're just getting it out of the way because apparently this is the last week that it'll be on NFL Network. And then after this, it, it broadens out. To- Man, Finally. Thursday night games are snooze fest, dude. What was it last time? Was Carolina and Houston? Yeah. yeah. And Houston actually played really hard, which I was I was surprised to see. But uh, That's another good point that Carolina is on 10 days rest going to Dallas. Oh. Yeah. Maybe go Carolina. Yeah. Right. Yo. Okay. I think we could wrap it up here. Uh, lot to look forward to this weekend. It's Tom Brady week in Foxborough. It's going to be weird Whoa. as shit. They're going to play the music. They're going to do the tribute. There's going to be the standing ovation. And then somehow they're going to play a game after all yeah. that. And just expe- I'm already expecting all the feels to come up and just seeing him at that stadium in the wrong uniform running out of a different tunnel. Uh, it's just going to be so awesome. The quotes, too. We're going to hear some, some more things during the week about each other. Brady about the Pats, the Pats about Brady, um, but then just seeing him run out and, at Gillette—that's that's, that's big. Yeah, it's going to be something good. else. Well, oh, good, yeah. all I can say is I'm glad we didn't spend the five grand to be there in person. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. Okay, we can wrap it up here. Thank you all for listening, and we'll be back next week. See you. Adios.